spreading Cajun across the nation, pushing the brand across the land. Welcome to Ragin' Review, made by the fans for the fans. Welcome to Region Review post game. As Louisiana wins a program record ninth consecutive game, defeating the Troy Trojans 35 to 21, improved to nine and one on the year, seven and zero in the Sun Belt Conference. Jerry Abair and Josh Jagno here with me. 35 to 21, boys. Could be better, could be worse. Well, I mean, we did what we were supposed to do. I, I never bought into the hype for Troy. I, I never bought it. But maybe, I think Jerry thinks it's a good win, so maybe he has a more positive message. Yeah, I mean, we won nine Jerry, straight. Jerry usually has we, a more positive message. Well, I mean, what, what's there, what else is there to be to, to frown about? I mean, look, we won nine straight games. We um, beat a Troy team that we were seven-point a seven point favorite. We, we beat the spread by seven. Um, we pretty much, and also to the big news of course, is we solidified and clinched um, basically the Sunbelt championship game in, in Lafayette. So woohoo still didn't play well. No, no, no. And I, no, no, no. I don't, I don't think we didn't play well. What, all I'm saying is, is that we did what, I mean, if you listen to our pregame, we did exactly what we talked about doing. I'm only pushing back on the narrative that, man, we just went into Troy, Alabama and, and beat a good team. We didn't. We went into Troy, Alabama and beat a team we should beat, which I'm thrilled about. I love winning nine in a row. By the way, Razor Review is now seven and three against the spread on the season, guys, if y'all didn't notice. But, uh, yeah, I like to win. I, like, I don't care if it's two to nothing on a cheat. I like to win. Uh, but the narrative that Troy was like this sleeping giant and we were walking into a trap, was preposterous. One hundred. You pay attention. If you pay attention to their schedule and what they've done, even this idea that Detroit defense was so good. Look, dude, I understand that they're like second or third in the country in tackles for loss. Outside of that, nothing impressive. So I'm excited that we won. I thought we played fine. I mean, of course, I'm always going to have critiques like everybody else. But but the only pushback was the narrative that you know Troy was just so good and we were so worried about Troy. I mean, I well, let me let me rephrase what I said. I I, I don't think that we played poorly. Um, and again, I'm, I'm thrilled that we've won nine straight. I'm thrilled that we're going to host the conference championship for the first time. I just, I don't understand why we continue to play down to our competition. Well, if you want a little fun trivia, believe it or not, and look, I'm a, I'm a sunshine pump a little bit. So the old, the old school fans are going to be happy with me and proud of me when I say this, but <laughs> this is actually, believe it or not, this is actually Troy's worst loss deficit wise of the year. Um, they, I think the worst loss going into this was a third, the 13 point loss in Monroe. Um, this two touchdown loss on at home at homecoming at their house is the worst loss uh, deficit wise for the Troy Trojans. So, you know, we can talk about how bad we played. We can talk about how we could have, would have, should have on certain situations. But, look, you went on the road. You beat a team that was actually pretty hot. I want to say they won the last three out of four or something like that. And and you beat them by two scores and gave them their worst loss of the year. Now, granted, it can get worse for them moving forward. But for right now, 
look, we won the game. We're nine and one. We're ho- look, we're bringing the guys. We're bringing the conference championship to Lafayette. Like, well, wait, wait, that, wait. You, that you, is huge. You're getting ahead of yourself. We're just talking about right. The narrative. Still, the game. Dude, there's, there's still I'm two more games to, to play. I'm excited about that, though. Understand, understand again. And I've talked about this on my man. I tell you what segment again. I'm going old school on you guys for a second, okay? As a fan who sat through losing by multiple scores to Division One AA school multiple times, this is huge, and this is huge for the program. So, excuse me, I'm a little excited right now. But, but no, you're right. Look, could we have played better? Absolutely. Are there some things we could have executed on? Yes. Do I think you know? Do, do I think we look sloppy at times? Sure, but. We, we, we did well enough to score 35 points on the road against a team that was, you know, I mean, yeah, they weren't the greatest, but they weren't bad either. I, I don't think we beat – it's not like we beat some 1-7 team. I mean, that, 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 uh, they were a 5-4 team. They, they, weren't, they weren't bad is what I'm saying. I think it was a decent win. We did what we – like you said, Josh, we did what we were supposed to do. We did what was expected, and we won by two touchdowns in a conference road game, which, by the way – uh, it's a Troy team. We ha- we haven't won on the road there. I think we've won on the road there one time coming into this game. So, yeah, I mean, we took care of business. We got the job done, and we're nine and one, ranked in the top twenty five. And it is what it is. So I'm I'm happy. I'm like the guy that like when I eat, I save my favorite for last. You know, when you eat like chicken, broccoli, and mac and cheese, you save the mac and cheese for last because you want to enjoy it. That's how I do these these post games. Like I'm gonna air dark, dirty laundry and give my critical thoughts, and then I'll be excited at the end. So I can I can enjoy the excitement <laughs> as we go on and, and finish our nights. Uh, I don't think we didn't play well. I thought we played fine. Uh, I, I think that we played a, a pretty solid game all the way. Look, dude, all three phases really showed up. You, you had your senior, Farad, have an absolute monster game. Yep. Uh, you super senior on defense who you really rely on. Monster game. You had Reese Burns, who at it, one point kicked a 70-yard punt. Josh, I'm just gonna, dominate. I'm, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Okay. Does anybody know the deal with McCaskill? No, I don't know what's going on with that. Okay, because I, I thought it was I, I thought it was interesting that that he was unavailable today. So I was just curious if anybody knew. Haven't heard anything. Didn't see anything on social or anything, but uh, well, we'll find out. Uh, but anyway, you, you know, you had a guy like that who really deserved a big game. Boom, had one. Reese seventy yard punt and averaged like fifty. Nate, I don't think Nate has missed since. Man, I, I can't remember. Was it was it App State? Was the last time he missed a PAT or a field goal? Right, I think so. He's been solid. No, he missed one again. He missed one against Texas State, but then he went three for four after, and didn't. Okay. Have, I, I don't think he's missed since. Regardless, he's been he's kicking the ball well. Like he's rounded into a pretty reliable kicker. Which, you know, not to get too far into it, but I've I've had my like I'm wondering why we're deciding to go for it on fourth and ten from the twenty seven yard line when Nate is showing some reliability. So anyway, that's a Topic for later. Uh, but but anyway, in all three phases, I thought we played just fine. I, I defensively thought that, like, the plan was very strange early. I thought that, um, you know, they found Watson and uh, Trez Johnson found uh, a spot but on, above the linebackers and inside of the safeties uh, that they found to be productive. And I hope that wasn't, like, a revelation for other defenses and defensive coordinators because, man, we looked like we struggled in that first half to to stop that so that was the only thing really that i complained about um throughout the game other than that we dominated the line of scrimmage for the majority of the game we limited mistakes we didn't have very many we had no turnovers um i I said this on twitter but thought billy 
called a questionable game in the first half. Uh, but we can get into that later. But overall, solid game, solid win against a team that I didn't have a whole lot of worry. I, th- I know it sounds like people were worried about the game. I, I wasn't worried about the game. I was much more worried about Georgia State like we talked about. Uh, but, but, hey, walking away, a winner, coming home with a 14-point win and looking ahead, man. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at the statistics, uh, I find it quite interesting that the Cajuns had 21 less total yards of offense in, in the contest, and we ended up controlling time of possession by three minutes, I guess. That's wild because at one point it was – 38 minutes yeah. to 21, I think. I, I think I think we, we sucked it up in the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. That is we, unbelievable. That is total ball control. Um, But, yeah, you know, one, one thing I found interesting was, you know, you brought up the point where it was almost 10 minutes that Troy had on us in time of possession, and we were still winning the ball game. So I, I wanted to comment on that because that just shows you how efficient our offense was at times tonight. Well, I think what happened was those first two scoring drives are pretty quick, quick strike. Not something you see out of us very often. No, that, and, fi- uh, that 52 yard pass from Levi to Michael Jefferson for the touchdown was beautiful. And by the way, Mike Jefferson is an absolute weapon. He's, he's a you mismatch know, nightmare. He's a mismatch nightmare, just like Neil Johnson. And I said this on Twitter. Isn't it amazing how Neil Johnson's always wide open? And where has John Stevens been? I don't know. What's what's the story with that? I think it's wild that... So, it seems like Michael Jefferson gets a lot of looks early in games. Have y'all noticed that? And in the the second half, I don't know if we're we're trying to milk clock or we're in a position to to kind of ball control, uh, but you see him less and less. I I wonder if we're looking to just hit those big shots over the top and then they look away from it just because, like I said, they want to hold on to the football. But, yeah, man, he is a weapon. Wow. Yeah, no, he's a... uh... He's a good guy to have, and we've got him for, what, three more years, I believe? What is he, a sophomore? I think he's a super sophomore, Jerry. Super from, sophomore, he's a transfer he's from a, he's Alabama. A tra- he's a transfer, so, yeah, I think so we get three more, more years. Two more years. Or two more years, yeah. Yeah, two more years if you don't count this year. But, uh, but yeah, one time the time of possession disparity was, was like 16 yeah, it, minutes. It was like, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So, the – I'm looking here, and actually, I don't know. And actually, okay, so this could be a complaint towards. Um, I'm looking here, and it looks like the Cajuns actually had time of possession at 31 minutes 56 seconds. Yeah. Troy had it at 28 minutes and four seconds. Now, the broadcast said that Troy had the ball for 38 minutes at one point. Now, yeah. here's where my complaint comes in. It sounds like the Troy broadcast messed up on the time of possession time for Troy. I had to. I had to. In uh, which I'm going to say this, and look, I'm I'm not in media or anything like that. But if that was if that's the case, if Troy did mess up on the time of possession, that's just one mistake of many on that broadcast. The camera oh, on the really? timeout, the camera was moving around in the end zone at one time. I thought I was going to get vertigo. You had other times where. You know, they couldn't follow where the ball was going while it was in the air for a pass. I think one play, Levi throws a pass to Neil Johnson. I don't even know what's happening well, because let's, they're following the line of scrimmage. It's like, what What are you doing? Let's, let's cut, follow let's, the ball. Let, let's cut some slack because for, for a lot of Sunbelt schools, your camera operators are communication students. Okay. Still, still bad. 
So it's bad. still like, bad. I'm not, I'm not saying we, that it's. I'm not saying we, that it's not. But if we want to have a level of respect and a level of quality in this in this conference, we've got to do better than that. But I, I, real quick before we go any further, and Jerry's 100 percent right. The broadcast was absolutely terrible. Uh, the No Laying Up podcast, something I listen to very often. They have a segment called the Hamsterdam, and in Hamsterdam they do coverage takes. And I've long wanted to do coverage takes, so I'm going to take my opportunity here. At one point. Uh, the color guy says that Louisiana had, if, if you were third and seven or longer, you only had a 15% chance of converting on those downs. I know for a fact that we did about a 10 minute discussion in the South Al game about how the Cajuns were less than 30%, I think on third downs offensively. And in third and long situations were some what, like one Oh three or one Oh six in the country. So, I think that that was wrong too, Jerry, because how many times did they convert? And I'm talking about Troy convert after third and seven plus tonight had to be four or five, maybe more. That. And also too, they, if they didn't convert on third down, they just got short yardage to convert on fourth down. Um, They had way too long a couple of times, a lot of fourth down conversions tonight. I think they converted on a fourth and 10, if I'm not mistaken at one, two times, two times. Yeah. That, that is one thing I will say about the defense tonight. Look, they, they, they got the job done when they were supposed to, and I'll give them that, but you got to quit allowing these fourth down conversions, man. You can't let these teams extend drives because you get tired. You get worn out. Right. Um, but for the most part, defense made the stops when they had to. I thought they really swarmed to the ball. Troy, Troy only had 41 yards rushing tonight, which we all talked about Kamani Vidal coming into the game, how good he was. Didn't really do much tonight. Didn't have much of a presence. Gunnar Watson was pressured for the most part. Uh, put, I mean, the probably Cajuns, sacked him about the Cajuns five or six three times. turnovers. Yeah, they forced three turnovers. Exactly. They sure did so. force them, too. They got the job done tonight for the most part outside of, I mean, look, if they don't allow them to convert those fourth downs, they might've only scored seven points. I think two of those scores came from uh, uh, converting fourth downs. You're right. I think you're right. And look, I think the defensive line played well the entire night. I have no problems with the defensive line. I thought Absolutely. AJ Riley played really well. I thought um, uh, 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 number 10, I always forget. Andre Jones. Jones. Uh, Jones well. Andre Jones. I thought he played well. Um, I thought Chris Moncrief was was flying around tonight. The two guys that I thought got picked on, especially in the second half, was Jordan Quibido. They would run this little – it was either a guy from the slot or they'd run the running back right at him. He'd run an option route, and Gunner would hit him. They did that a few times to pick up uh, third and longs and fourth and longs, actually. Uh, I thought, look, I love Percy Butler more than anybody. I might be his biggest fan. He got absolutely torched tonight. He was brutal. He got brutalized. Now didn't play his he, best game. He, no, it's his worst game by far, in my opinion. And and look, I say that with love because I love the guy. I've come on here many times and said how much I love the guy. But uh, w- look, he's more of a thumper for us. He's more of a guy that's going to get in the backfield, help you in run coverage or in um run stopping, and that's fine. But he's not ever been a liability in the passing game. Today, unfortunately, he got picked on. So we got to clean that up for sure. Yeah, I also think too. Um, Honestly, you know, earlier in the game, I noticed the defensive scheme, we played more of a zone coverage, which allowed Troy to move the ball downfield. But I noticed the coverage became a little tighter in the second half. And I got to give credit to Patrick Tony and his staff. They did a great job making adjustments at halftime. Gunnar Watson was not making those throws that he was making in the first half. I mean, that's why he took a lot of sacks. I mean, probably because the Cajun secondary tightened up on their coverage. Um and it really helped. It really helped. Um, you know, but I do want to move over to offense real quickly, guys. Um, real, real quick before we move to offense. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We don't talk about this guy enough, and it's a shame. How good is Eric Gare? 
I mean, oh, he's, he a is, he's a quintessential lockdown corner. I don't know if there's more than two in the league. No, we don't talk about him because they never throw at him. He, he shuts <laughs> yeah. down one side of the field. I just want to give a shout-out to Eric because he was good again tonight. Well, we another know by guy, his speed. Another guy I don't think we talk about enough is Camp Pedesclo. Was he did great get today. some snaps today, man. It I did. I haven't seen I haven't seen him all year, man. It was great to see him make some plays, especially some key stops, some key breakup, some uh, yep. key pass breakups that he made tonight. Very yeah, impressed. Dude, Farad, Farad was freaky. He's always freaky, man. That interception he made, Farad great concentration. Was, Farad was on another level tonight. That interception he made where it bounced off of I think yep. I don't know who it was, bounced off of one of Troy's receivers. Yeah, and Watson, made that interception. Watson threw it behind him and you know, credit to the receiver trying to make a play out of it. Uh, well, it turned it turned the dynamics of the game around. I that, mean, that, that essentially ended the game. Yeah, yeah that ended the yeah, game for sure. Yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, credit credit to the kid for trying to make a play. Sure, uh, no, absolutely. Trying to keep the ball um, alive and make a play, but uh, no doubt. Yeah, no that that turnover ended the game for sure. You know, um, so y'all. I mean, if I don't y'all. Want to say anything else about defense or we're going to go to offense? Okay, yeah. So really quick offensively, I'm just going to give my two cents on here. I think we all kind of know the offense we run. It could be bland at times. It could be creative. I think tonight as a whole, I think we did just enough of what we were supposed to do. I thought Levi as qu- at quarterback, you know, he – it's amazing. It is amazing when he uses his feet. You know, when you allow him to use his feet and scramble and run and throw on the rollout, look how, look how much – look how more – Look how more confident he looks. Look how different he looks. You know, and, and that's really what I've been saying all season is when you turn him into a pocket passer, he just doesn't it doesn't fit the mold. He doesn't fit the scheme. Tonight, he ran more. He threw more on the rollout that, you know, he was able to get some yardage on the ground. Now, he took a few sacks here and there, but, you know, that's on the five-step drop. It happens to Troy sent some blitz packages. But, you know, the the some of these conversions, that conversion he made on fourth down, I think it was the first touchdown drive we had, he, he, he eluded the blitz and he got the first down by a few feet. And then that touchdown run he made, he hasn't done that all year. Like where, where's this been? Well, and then again, been? when he stepped up in the pocket and hit Mike Jefferson, eluded the, yeah, rushers, where, is it, the where pocket, has that been? The football. Yeah. Where outside of, outside of app state, where has that been? It's amazing when he's able to step in the pocket, have confidence in his throws. He makes the throws. He makes the throws. So, so look, Stat-wise, 14 for 21, 166 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, you know, we always talk about it, right? Everybody likes to say, oh, Levi went 21 of 25, but then as a whole, he he looked okay. Tonight, yeah, 14 for 21 is not bad. 166 yards, yeah, it's okay. But to me, he played one of his best games of the year. Outside of App State, I thought he played one of his best games of the year. I thought he played well. I think that um, I think that tonight in in particular, and I'm not saying this is like a blanket statement across, you know, the Billy Napier era, but I, I thought we I thought we called a, a shitty game in the first half. Why are we calling five-step drops on third and nine, dude? Get We didn't throw a single slant. We didn't throw a single screen. We did not throw it to the tight end over the middle a single time. And everybody knows that Troy is going to send people. They're going to put pressure on the quarterback. Now, we ended up winning a game, and offensively, we were just fine. But we were helped by three turnovers. I mean, you guys have to – I mean, you got to say that that played a role, okay? Then, sure. dude, Montreal Johnson is just turning into a star. A man-child. He runs. I love the way he runs. I think that the offensive line trusts him to make good decisions, and you can start to see them have confidence in their back because they hold their blocks. You know what Hell, I mean? You dude, can, what about – You can see the difference. What about Chris Smith getting 102 yards? Oh, dude, Chris Smith, they said it on the broadcast. He's got something close to, I think it's over 700 yards now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's closing in went, on 1,000. 
Yeah, you wouldn't think that because he gets, you know, 8 to 11 carries a game. But what I liked, what I did like in the second half is when they went to the trail train and he started, you know, body blowing him up the middle, Chris Smith comes in and just starts tippy-toeing through the line and he's getting 8 and 9 and 4 and 6. That's how you just gut a defense. And I liked, I very much liked that in the second half. But in the first half, you know, why are we running toss sweeps with Pete LeBlanc? I love Pete. But for Our Lady of Fatima, can we stop running jet sweeps with Pete LeBlanc? We got Dante Fleming, for Christ's sake. We got Kyron Lacey. We got guys that run a 4-4. Use them on the sweeps. So with with today's game, Chris Smith will be up to 762 on the year. Wow. And what's he, what's he got re- yeah. receiving, uh, Matt? Do you have receiving yards there? Um, I can get them. But, but going back to the offensive line, I mean – they just start. They're starting to move people. You saw the push forward on the almost touchdown when we were down by. No, actually, I think they did call it the touchdown when the pile got moved. Uh, I don't remember if that was Trell or Chris Smith, but pile got. No, moved. that was no, that was that was uh, Montreal. So pile got moved four or five yards, man. I mean, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Where you can see the offensive line staying with their blocks, running through their man into the whistle. It, it, it's a thing of beauty to watch. And what I really liked, okay, and this is kind of what happened with basketball last night. When we needed to just put our foot on the pedal and and run a team out of the building, we did it. When it was time to play big boy football, we played some damn big boy football. Dude. And that's how you win championships, man. That's how you win championships. Yep, for sure. Josh, damn let me all ask that you. pretty stuff. Damn all that pretty stuff and all that throwing and all that crazy stuff. When it's time, when you need your offensive line to win you a game and you you hand it to your back and say, "Go get me some yardage, big fella." We can do that with the best of them. Good teams find a way to win. That's what it comes down to, and that's what they did tonight. Josh, let me ask you, how many receiving yards do you think Chris Smith has this year? Uh, I'd probably guess around 360, 380. I'll tell you, he has less than 100. Really? Damn, well, we're not, using, we're not using him enough on those shovel passes. According this is what to, I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. we got to stop using people that don't fit the scheme. If you're going to run a toss sweep, Fleming, Chris Smith, there are others, well, use those guys. According to ESPN, if you factor in today's game, he is at 65 receiving yards for the year. Wow, I thought it was more than that. That is, that is incredible. That's incredible. The most that he has gotten in a game this season – is he had a, he had 19 yards against Texas receiving. Wow. I, I guess I'm just extrapolating those little shovel passes, thinking, you know, he got a few of those and broke them. I'm dead wrong on that. No, because we keep running those damn shovel passes to the receivers. Oh, that's that's bad. I, and I don't mind it being to the receiver. Hell, I mean, Dante Fleming makes – I mean, he scored a touchdown on one of them. It, it's, it's a thing of beauty when it works, but – Third and nine, jet sweep to Pete. Right, that's, I, not, I'm like, that's not ah, right. Right. Well, Pete, Pete's a possession receiver. I mean, that's what he is. He's great at it, you know. And, and he knows how to stick. He knows how to stick the ground on a route. He knows how to get open. He, he, you know, he, he's a, he's a, he is the perfect embodiment of a possession receiver for our offense, and it's worked. Pete running jet sweeps. Eh, I don't know. I, I just think for him. It doesn't work. I just think for him. Look, he's really good on the bubble screens and the sideline, right? He's really good. Like I said, fourth and five, need to get the first down. He'll he'll do a little comeback route and get the first down for you. You saw it the other night against Georgia State, right? Fourth down, he you know got that little that little comeback route, scored a touchdown, right? That that's what Pete's for. And then he'll threaten you on the deep route sometimes. 
So, sure. and, and, and historically, I he's got good hands. I know he's got some drops this year, but the, well, the, Pete, the, the Pete sweep to me is outthinking the room. We're trying to get. Well, the problem team. is that the the jet really in general, even outside of Dante Fleming's touchdown, the jet sweeps haven't really worked for us this year. I mean, we but run it I, on second down most of the time, and we get one or two yards. It's like okay, I think, well, I, I think the jet sweep is to set up the next play. I do. Well, it spreads That's, it spreads the defense out. It, it spreads them out. Yeah. It gives you something to think about. But why the hell are you running that on third and nine? Is the issue that yeah. I have that that to no, me I feels like that to me feels like I outthink the room kind of type of move from Billy. You know, doing that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. With the win today, the Cajuns improved to nine and one on the year, a perfect seven and zero oh in the Sun Belt Conference. With the loss, Troy falls to five and five on the year gentlemen other news in the Sun Belt that we need to look out for app state demolished was it south played south yeah. today huh yeah mm-hmm. 31 to 7 and then Georgia State beating coastal 42 to 40 gonna be 100 percent honest with you guys I'm not happy about that coastal loss I'm always happy when Coastal loses. I'm not happy. Yeah, me about too. It. What's what's wrong, Matt? What, you wanted to play Coastal? I would much rather play a McCallless Coastal than a pissed off, hungry App State team. I understand your point, and I do believe it's harder to beat a team twice in a season. Um, but I'll say this: I'm happy for Georgia State because I thought they had a good club. I was terrified of them coming in to the cage to Cajun Field. I was worried about that game. As, as, that, as you should have been, we almost gave it away. Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, I thought that they were probably the better. I think they're the best Sun Belt team that we played other than App State. So the thing about Coastal is I know that they didn't have McCall, but Carpenter is a, a senior. He's a veteran quarterback. He beat us before. He knows the system. They scored plenty of points. Their defense didn't show up. And the funny thing about that is they just watched Georgia State almost beat us. So they should have been ready, but they weren't. You know why? Because because sometimes the good guys and the bad guys get what they deserve. Stevie P. And and today, (laughs) gentlemen, the bad guys got what they deserved. They deserve to lose that game. They don't deserve to play for a Sunbelt championship. I mean, I agree. They don't. They don't. I'm just just saying – like, like I said, I would much rather play a coastal team that does not have Grayson McCall compared to an App State team that we demolished and is going to be hungry for revenge. Well, here's the thing, though. Would you sacrifice playing a game at Cajun Field and going to Coastal to play a Grayson, uh, Grayson McCall-less coastal team? Why would we have to go to Coastal? Because they would have been the highest ranked. They would have been the highest ranked. We I'll, needed them to lose. Well, you want you want to yeah. be honest with you, Jerry? I'd rather win a title than host it. We're gonna win and we're gonna host. Yeah. We, well, why not get the best of both worlds? It doesn't matter who we play, and and at my app friends out there that listen, and I know you do. It's not a shot. We're just better. It's like I was I was kind of bantering back and forth with some of these Troy people. You know, like you know, I said I was never worried about Troy. Oh, you know, you think you're so much better? Yeah, yeah, we are so much better. Up and down the roster, we're better than you. Your team is not that good. You're five and five. You, you, you damn lost. You almost lost to South Alabama, for God's sake. You, 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 you know, you Texas lost State, to ULM. You lost to ULM. Texas State had you on the ropes. You need a last minute field goal. Yes, I think I'm better than you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the truth is the truth. And, and I, look, think, I think we're better than Liberty, and I think we're better than ULM. Yeah, 100%. and you know what? 
and but that's the thing though. That's why I'm not. That's why I'd rather play the game at home. And you know what? Yes, App State is better than Coastal, and App State is coming off looking for revenge. But if you want to be the best in the Sun Belt, you got to beat the best. And and I'd rather do that. And I, and look, I want to win a championship. I want to hold that trophy up. Look, it'll be our first chance to win a uh, uh, undisputed championship since 1970. Okay, but. You know, yeah. Do I would I rather take the easy way out and play a, 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 a without McCall or play coastal without McCall? Yeah, but that's would, just not the way. It's, it's not the way it is. Like you know, look, apps coming to Cajun Field. App State December is the second 4th, best team in this conference. I want to play them. I want to play them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to take the easy way out. And I know it sounds crazy, but I want to win the championship to show that we're the best, to show that it's not a fluke. That's what Coastal did last year. That's what Coastal did last year. I do not want to repeat what Coastal did last year. We know what it's like to be on the other side no, of that. Co- Coastal didn't do that last year. Coastal didn't win a damn thing. Uh, oh, are you sure about they that? Got a, they, they got a, a they got a the, they got a co-title. They didn't win a well, damn they, thing. They won. They they had they took the picture with the trophy. They claimed that they're the best and how the Sunbelt now runs. Oh, they they can claim all they and, want. They didn't win anything. Well, guess what? You know what? We get the chance to actually earn our conference championship in our stadium. So I'll take that all day. Get them, Jerry. Well, no, I'm just saying. I mean, and I know where Matt. I know where you're coming from, and I respect that. I really do. But you know, it, it, give and take. I I, I want to see us play for a championship in our home stadium. That's just I me. Mean, so do I. I'm thrilled about it. However, if somebody asked me, would you rather have a conference championship home game that you could very well lose, or go on the road and have a high chance of winning? I would take my high chance of winning on the road. But how would you know we'd have a high chance of winning against Coastal on a row without Grayson McCall? Did how do you, you know that? Did you watch them today? Um, yeah, but I'm just they're saying, awful. Score that same hey that same team that same team almost beat us last week that beat Coastal and we had our starters in so I mean don't, they had to grind don't, their way to get that win. Don't do that, Jerry. Don't feed that. No, don't do what? Don't do what? We played. Don't do what? We played like jack shit last week, and you know it. Well, I I, I time time out. Well, I told you, I told you, you know it. I told y'all at the Hold beginning on. of the season, Georgia State was something to worry about. And people laughed at me. But Georgia <laughs> State's not, not that good of a team. Oh, man. They are physical. They are more physical. They're physical. They're physical, it, sure. They're not that great of a football team. Matt, Matt, it took them, it took Auburn a fourth and goal to beat yeah. them at their home stadium. And they got hoes on the Because penalty. Auburn's so great. They're a top 25 team. They're ranked. Did they, you watch they, them ranked. shit the bed against Mississippi State today? We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Did, did Mississippi State end up winning the game? We're going to get way too they, they, we're going to get way they, too they, off course. Mississippi no, no, State scored saying, Mississippi uh, Mississippi State scored 33 unanswered to win that game. They did. They did. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it, it, it that's Auburn's fault, but at the same time, at the same time, yes, to, I'll go back to it. I don't want to take the easy way out. I want to earn that championship. Dude, Coastal Carolina's it. defense was atrocious today. This is the way it should be. The way it should be is the road to a championship should run through the best team in the Sun Belt. We are the best team in the Agreed. league. And, and, Lafayette, and, Lafayette, Louisiana deserves this, and I'm I, fired up. I don't want I Me don't too. want my comments to make anybody think that I'm not excited about us hosting. Um, it's it's well, fantastic. You, you want to play a team. I get it. You want to play a team that is without their star I just want to win a conference championship. Well, we get our chance on December fourth. I mean, what make? But just because App's coming in, what do you think? I mean, that doesn't mean we can't win the game. I'm not saying we can't. I'm just saying we'd have a better <laughs> chance of beating Coastal than we do of App. By the way, folks, you can get him at Matt Miguez. That's at Matt Miguez. <laughs> it's actually Blackboard. at Miguez Matt. 
Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Amnesia is mad. Yeah. It's Amnesia is mad. Sorry. Come at me. I need, I need, I need followers. You, you are a man about town with a Z. You are a man about town and Jerry under slash. is with an S is a fraud. No, but, but, but they're all frauds. When it, when it, the reality of it, regardless of who we play, we get to be once again. We're in a conference championship game. We get to host for the first time in school history. This is a great thing. So you can take your negativity somewhere else, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, Matt. No, we're we're okay. But honestly, Matt, let's be honest. Are you excited? Come on, we're, yeah, we're all excited. No, me, again, we're dude, all excited. We've, yeah. we've won. We've won nine straight games. We're hosting a conference <laughs> championship. I, I, awesome. You can't. You can't be upset about that. Well, well, here's okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be real with you for a second. And we we're joking about this. Is funny, but really, the only way we would have been able to host Coastal is App would have had to lose again. I just don't see App losing again. Watch Matt. them That's lose the to Georgia thing. Southern. I'm telling you. I'm I, telling you. I don't know, man. I it's, maybe, now, maybe. Now hold on. Now hold on. If they do, and we get COVID in Lafayette, the city might burn to the ground. <laughs> I'm telling because, you, because but, but at, at that point, Coastal would come here if App State. But no, twice. no, they wouldn't because no, well, no, they wouldn't because yes, App State. They both have two. They both have two conference losses. Remember, and App has the tiebreaker because they beat because Coastal they won. That's true. Year. Yeah, you're right about so that. So th- that's what I'm saying. App. I mean, maybe if App would uh, Coastal would have won. Well, no, if Coastal would have won today and App would have lost to Georgia Southern, then you're right. But now, guess what? If App loses to I think if App loses to Georgia Southern, I think Georgia State is now in the hunt. App would come. App would have to lose both of their games to be okay, out of okay. the conference championship. Okay. Well, okay. either way, then never mind. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't mind. matter. We're doing it in Lafayette, and it's going right. to be fun. We're 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 playing App for the conference championship game in Lafayette. It, they're they're the only game I could see them losing the rest of the way is Georgia Southern, and I think who do they play between that? I want to say it's. Um, who do they play next week? Hey, while Matt's looking Troy. that up, I got some news. ODU now three and zero since joining the Sun Belt. Yes, sir. Round of applause. How about the Monarchs, baby? They've got uh, Abs. Abs got Troy next week. Okay, I don't see them losing to Troy. No, because Troy's not the way that. No, no way. <laughs> so, Josh, man, they're not. That in. They're not. They're not any good. The whole narrative was so dumb, man. Oh no, man, I'm so worried about Troy. Get out of here. The rush defense was really good, though. Remember? Oh, was it? I thought we, so. I mean, I, hey, Matt, what did we get on the ground today? 204 yards, I think. That's impossible. How could, I mean, it's so good. Best run defense we've seen all year. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Rushing yards, 204. You know, how could that possibly be? Right? They had a bad game today, Josh, okay? What did they the rush, rush for? 41 or something? Game. Yeah. 41 yards. 41. Yeah. yeah. See, that's a good rush defense. I'm sorry. I mean, look, if you. I mean, if you want, I mean, they're not good. What do you want? Josh, uh, Cajun, Cajun Nation. Like I said, and man, uh, my man, I tell you what's uh, segment. Let's let's raise another toast tonight. You know, we just found a way again, guys. We just found a way again. It is what it is. Um, good win in basketball last night. Good win in football today. Um, life, life is good. Life is good to, as a Cajuns fan sure right now. Is. Sure is. Hey, anybody going to Baton Rouge to watch? Uh, Boys of Summer, do the scrimmage? No, but I will be keeping track of it, though. I'll be I, in the I will be keeping track. With the, with the suds. So That's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow yep. at noon. Yeah, we'll be okay. there. Yeah, tomorrow at well, noon. I have, I have family obligations, on the other hand, but I will be following, getting updates for sure. And let me know. Let us know, Josh. Keep us informed of what's happening around. Uh, I'll live tweet it. 
Yeah, please do. Please, <laughs> I'm joking. Please do. But I mean, I might. Who knows? Like we said, with the win, the Cajuns improved to nine and one, a perfect seven and zero in the Sun Belt Conference. Troy drops to five and five next Saturday, three o'clock on ESPNU. The Cajuns will be in Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on the Flames of Liberty. We'll have a behind enemy line segment for you early next week to preview the Flames and uh, all of their extracurriculars. Oh, man, we'll, this could get ugly. We'll definitely get some information on that. So uh, we'll, have some, we'll have some fun with that, won't we? Hey, last thing for me, corrupt football playoff. Do the right thing. Put the cages in top 25. It's not going to happen. You know it's not. You know it's not. I well, think good. it should. More, I agree. I agree more, that it should. It's not going to happen. More to talk about. More to talk about. More topics here at Rage Review to uh, complain about. If, if Cincinnati's not currently in the top four, I don't. I don't see another G five getting ranked. Doubt it. Not going to happen. All right, Cajun Nation. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe. Be well. We got a championship game to host. <laughs>